I'm Megan with Monarch Roofing, and I am here with Lee Saunders and Jennifer Richardson from Century 21 Associates. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having us. Hello. Thanks for being here. So I wanted to have you guys on. First of all, you know one of our owners, Mike Fleur, and he talks so highly of you, so we had to have you on. Um, but I wanted to get us started on something that's uh, booming right now, and that's housing of sales. So yeah, yeah. can you tell us a little bit about you, your background here in Wilmington, and then like get us get us a little uh, information on uh, this yeah, housing store yeah. here. Absolutely. The two-minute elevator. Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, my name is Lee Saunders. I'm a full-time licensed real estate agent with Century 21 Soaring Associates. Jennifer Richardson is my full-time licensed assistant and operations manager. Um, I am originally from High Point, North Carolina. We used to vacation here when I was uh, younger. So it just sort of seemed natural for me to return to Wilmington as I got a little bit older. Um, I used to run restaurants. I ran Chili's, Dave & Buster's. Um, and in February of 2015, I had a medical emergency that put me in the hospital. And I just had to have a change. Like, I just had to have a change. Um, in restaurants, you work nights, weekends, birthdays, holidays, anniversaries, all this. I mean, like, it's working all the time. So I just want to have a little bit more time to spend with my family after I'd had that sort of health scare. Uh, October 2015, I left a really well-paying job with 401K and benefits and dental to go and work with Century 21, October 19, 2015. Um, and I, you know, great training, I'm a people person, I come from a service industry, that's super, super helpful when providing service to folks to help meet their real estate needs. Um, so uh, that next spring, I hired Jennifer uh, to give me a hand because I was getting busy and it was important to me that the clients got the attention they needed. So I circled around, I'd helped Jennifer and her husband purchase a home. Um, that that previous year and just really liked the way she handled the process and uh, now we're the big show. We've been doing this six years. First year I got a rising star. A couple of years ago I got something, uh, an award that's called the Relentless Agent Award. So there's 130,000 agents for Century 21 in uh, the United States and out of six I was one of those. So Ooh. you know service is really a big part of us. While real estate is a sales industry, there's only a couple times when I'm a salesman. That is one when I'm interviewed for a job to represent someone to buy or sell and the other time is when I'm a salesman is when I've listed your home and I'm selling your home to others but ultimately we're in a service industry and I think that our clients appreciate that wow well said well said um speaking of relentless agent award I, I heard a few things about uh you and what you've said honor you with my honesty yeah, yeah so i mean this is a really big purchase this is a huge purchase and you don't want you know you want somebody to help you navigate and to manage your emotions in it but ultimately i'm here to tell you what's up um i'm not a doctor clearly but when i go to my doctor and i tell him hey i'm not feeling great or i want to get off blood pressure medication or whatnot he's going to be honest with me and say stop eating cheese burgers and start exercising it's his job it's his duty to shoot me straight and then the decision is mine do I want to drink beers every night do I want to go for a walk after dinner the decision's mine so my job is to just be really honest straightforward not a lot of fluff and tell you what I see in the landscape and then allow the client to ask questions so they can understand it and really make the best decision for them this is their decision I'm just a shepherd I'm here to help them not jump off a cliff and well the other the other thing that I took from that too that you've said before a lot of show and no go a lot of show and no go <laughs> right exactly all right so exactly so um 
you know, we're, we, I, I met with someone the other day and I said, you know, we're really great for the blue collar and the light blue collar folks because we're not, you know, I'm not driving around in a, a $130,000 vehicle. That's just not who I am. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. God bless you if you can, if that's what you want to do. But I'm just, you know, a person trying to enjoy my community, take care of some folks, make a decent living, and uh, have a life worth living and to be proud of. My dad used to say it's good to be important. It's more important to be good. And that's really something that I try to carry on every day. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen to that. I was In our industry, it's kind of very similar in the sense that yeah. you show up you do the job right and mm -hmm. you take care of the people that well, ultimately you're, you're taking care of them by putting a new roof on so right. it would be the same as the entire yeah. structure of a house and, yeah. in my yeah. opinion so I, I think that speaks volumes about who you are and what you're trying to provide to people and, and I imagine a lot of your clients aren't even necessarily from this area if they're moving to this area and they don't know anything about it they're, you're the first person they Gosh, might see. you know, and we do, I think we do a really good job doing, you know, kind of an intake. So in almost any any job, when somebody calls you about a product or a service or a situation, I think it's your duty to ask them questions. We call it a green sheet. It's really an intake. Hey, where are you from? When Have you ever bought a home in North Carolina? You know, what's your current situation? You know, how's your knees when you get older? Are you going to need two flights? Do you have pets, children, so forth, that we really try to understand what the client situation is so that we can give them a good advice and we also want to meter how much information to get them if they bought a house last year in North Carolina then they understand hazard insurance wind and hail insurance and flood insurance we might spend 10 seconds reviewing hey by the way but if they're coming from out of state they're not familiar with some of the different nuances so I feel like we're really powerful um, and really effective with out-of-state buyers helping them understand hey I know in your state they do it that way I really can begin to know how they do it but I'm really proficient on how it works in North Carolina and let me tell you what that's going to look like to you so that they can make their own decisions um, and, and that's important to us to make sure that those out-of-town buyers and we had uh, clients that bought in um, St. James and we uh, you know I never met them until we were under contract and negotiating oh, due wow. diligence repairs and then I saw them a second time at closing um, and we actually have a client that bought uh, Tim Tim that purchased, and I've still not met the gentleman. Oh, well, there you go. Left him a message yesterday just to check in, see how he's doing, you know, because we, we know what we're doing. We have a system. We're very um, methodical. Uh, we have a standard, and, I mean, just like you guys do, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Hey, here's what oh, we're checking. Yeah. Here's what we're looking for. Here's what we're committing to. Here's some of the lookouts and the caveats, and here's what to expect. Well, Leah, let me ask you this, too, since you said that some of the clients you haven't even met yet, and I would imagine, too, also the fact that they may be from out of state would come into play. We obviously have that same same circumstance. Sometimes these are second homes for, for they're getting their roof replaced for. Um, right. We're in weird times with COVID yeah. and all that business. Um, so what elements of the customer service are you trying to kind of, like, reassure them about because I, I sense this anxiety right. from some of even our potential customers yes. and customers throughout yes. this process. How do I trust you? How do I know yeah. you? How do I connect with you? Yeah. I mean, right now you're a voice on a phone. Right, um, right. I think that's a brilliant question. Um, when COVID-19 hit, you know, I'm, I'm, I think that I am innovative. I think that's one of the reasons that Jennifer and I continue to um, outpace the market in many ways. 
because we're not set to a certain way of how real estate goes because we're still, you know, we're still young. We're young in the process. So when COVID hit, um, I said to Jennifer, I, you know, I said, this is an opportunity for us to find a better way to connect with our buyers, a better way to connect with people. Now, if you've seen my picture, I'm not the cutest girl in the lineup, oh. but I have confidence and leadership. I'm articulate. I'm able to communicate. I'm, uh, you know, I'm really passionate about making sure that the clients understand what's going on in the situation. So we started doing videos so that let's say that you came to an open house. Let's say that we came, you came to an open house and I'm going to connect with you. Hey, so Megan, have you bought a home before? Blah, blah, blah. And you're going to say no. And I'm going to say, hey, cool. Let me collect some of your information. We've made some really informative videos that might help you understand the situation better, specifically for millennials who absorb information mm -hmm. in a different mm -hmm. manner. I am... Give me the highlights, look at a report, now I'm going to try to convert it into stats. Millennial folks, they want to know the, 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 the cradle to grave what the process looks like. There's no way I'm going to be able to sit down and do that with everybody and walk through three hours of what the process looks like. They're not going to be able to absorb it and they're not going to be able to, to, to retain it. So what we did is we created, it's kind of a drip campaign, it's kind of a subscription campaign, where I have videos where we talk about the four, five, six steps and we always keep adding steps because we're learning more about how to communicate this. So we have, you know, hey, thanks. It was great to meet you at the open house. I want to talk to you a little bit about lending and how that works in North Carolina. And then you'll have the documents that we'll share if you're a reader. We'll have high points if you're like me that you want to hear bullet points, paragraphs. And then I'll do a video that says, hey, so you want to check in with a lender because there's different loan products. And while first the lender's going to pre-approve you and then when we find a property. So I'm able to really provide a library of this information and connect to you so that by the time you meet me, we're already chilling a little bit. Yeah. We're already like, oh, my, you know, oh, like, you know, oh, that's Lee's favorite pink shirt. I see what's going on. <laughs> oh, da, da, da. Or it's, you know, Saturday night, 11.45, and you and your boo are sitting on the couch watching TV, and you're like, how does due diligence work again? Don't call me. I'm sleeping, man. Right. But chances are that you have an email that's talked about, hey, let's talk about the under contract process. So you can go back and refer to that. So I think that we were really innovative in using videos and understanding I'm not supposed to be a movie star. You didn't hire me because I'm good looking. You're hiring me because I'm able to communicate with you and represent your best interests. And so we just really every year spend a really good amount of money on media day where we have a professional videography sit with us and we talk through stuff and do it on video so that the, the buyer has a library so the agent doesn't get fatigued because I'm not teaching the same class every day. And then it allows us to be consistent and then they know what to expect. I love that, and, and it was bringing me to my next thought about how the demand is just so high from, you know, for buyers, and, you know, the inventory is different, you know, the supply and demand around here is right. a little bit hectic right now, so the fatigue that you're talking about, you're yep. not spending that Fire time fatigue, yep. <laughs> um, also at midnight talking yep. to them about the same thing that a video could have provided right. for them, so you're right. creating those efficiencies, but how how is the market for you guys as far as, like, like what trends you're seeing and how do you think this year is going to play out? So a um, couple, of, couple of bits of information for you. So this data is a year and a half old and it was pre-COVID. They expect 
50,000 people to relocate to the Wilmington area in the next three years, one and a half years old data, and COVID hit. So turn that number into 75,000. And the same for Brunswick County. So we do a lot of promoting when we say, hey, if you can work from anywhere, why aren't you? And that's what we're experiencing. We've always been, Wilmington, in my opinion, while I've been doing this, has always been a destination. People, you know, I relocated here. Mm -hmm. I'm not from Wilmington, I'm from the middle of the state via New York, New Jersey, Rhode Island, and I came back home to North Carolina. People that are coming here are not, are not from here. It's out-of-towners. We call it out-of-town money. We love out-of-town money, mm -hmm. right? Um, so we're having people relocate to our area because they can work anywhere. And that's just creating not only a higher demand with lower inventory, but also we've been appreciating for six years. We're in an appreciating market. Chances are the house that you bought, year-over-year -year data is showing us that if you bought a house in January 2019, in 2020, you had an increase of 10 to 11, 12%. Year over year, 2020 to 2019, were year over year, 12, 13%. So there's an affordability problem. Now you're finding rent prices going up to where they're higher, to where for a $1,300 rent that I would pay on a three bedroom, two bath apartment, I could, with some down payments, talk to your lender for specifics. Sure, sure. Um, that you can, you could buy, you know, save up some money, buy a house, and you're the boss. So there's a lot of really great perfect storms that are creating an environment where we're high need, low inventory. Combined with, because the builders usually save our butts when this happens, combined with the fact that now builders are getting struggle, struggling getting materials. Material prices have gone up 65 to 85% in the last two to three years. And now we're having trouble getting durable goods. Mm -hmm. We can't get windows, we can't get doors, we're waiting on carpet. So it's, it's just 17 things to keep us from having enough homes to sell. And so we're in a market now where the buyer, and I was talking to a friend of mine today at the office, thank God I didn't start in this market because I wouldn't have been, I, I would have been woefully un, underqualified because it's a tough market wow. to yeah. find listings, to market them, to price them appropriately, and then to work with buyers and get their offers accepted. So you've really got to be innovative how to make your offer stand out beyond the other offer. And a lot of that comes from reputation. Hey, listen, I just presented an offer to you, Megan, for 123 Apple Street. We haven't worked together before. Ask your friends that have worked with me. We're proficient, we're gonna answer our phone calls, we're professional, we are great with co-broking, here's what I do, here's what you can expect. Because now the best agents are finding themselves being part of the deal. So it's not just like, hey, I have a highly qualified client. Hey, they got a beautiful loan product. Hey, the timeline works for your seller. But hey, you have a profic proficient and professional agent that is prepared to co-broke, because they're selling and I'm buying, mm -hmm. in a manner that we're both representing our clients appropriately, because my number one duty is to the client. I have a duty to no one else, fiduciary duty to the client. But I have to do so in a manner that we meet our ultimate goal, which is for them to buy a house that's right for them at a reasonable price that's appropriate for the market in the least stressful manner possible. And that's that's where the rubber's meeting the road because the, the best agents are, are coming up with some really good tricks on how to get their buyer noticed when they're writing offers. That it's not always the dollar term, it's not always about the sales price, and making that seller feel more attracted to your buyer so that they get a chance. 
And that goes back to you talking about the difference between just sales and service. Yeah. You're, you're really providing that customer with the with everything that they yeah. really need, which is which at the end of the day is what we all want to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you my, know? it's my you know I'm ultimately a problem solver. Yeah, how, how do I go. how do I get my buyer notice when there's seven other offers? Yeah, I mean, in innovation is where I think that comes yeah. in kind of key, yeah. especially in this day and age. Yeah. What are some of the questions that you get asked from, what are like some of the main questions that you get asked from home owners or people for that are wanting to- For a seller or for a buyer? Whatever you want to okay. talk, tell us. Um, for sellers, I think um, I, I think they, they are greatly concerned on how to get the most money for their home, right? Mm -hmm. They're seeing it's a seller's market. How am I going to get the most money for my home? And here's really what we just, you know, and any agent I suspect would tell them this. But number one, what I do is if you want a premium price for your home, if you want top dollar, if we do a CMA and the CMA, Comparative Market Analysis, where we take historical data to predict what your home might go for in today's market, um, if we do a CMA and I say, all right, Megan, your house, I'm thinking 325 to 350, what number do you like? You're gonna to wanna to sell for 350, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So at that point I say, that's great, we're gonna to have to have a little bit of a list. Where's the power washer? We can get all the kids out, let's weed the beds. If you want 350, if you want that big dollar, you're gonna to have to have a premium product. Your house is gonna to have to look good, smell good. Let's make sure that the HVAC system's been certified and such. So what I tell sellers in today's market is that everybody's gonna want you. Let's make you the best listing, let's get the best dollar, but you gotta bring the work to the show as well. Wow. Okay. You know, and, and let's talk about roofs for a second. I think this is great. I have an anecdotal story that might be long for this. But roofs, today's buyer wants move-in ready. Mm -hmm. They want move-in ready. They've looked at new construction. New construction's three, four, five months out. So they've already seen what new looks like. When they get back into the resale market, they're going to hold that expectation of new construction to the resale, to the, the home that's been lived in, and now that person's selling it. So a couple of things that we really need our sellers to do, and they're really cooperative. We're so lucky. We get like the best clients ever. We're so lucky. I don't know what we do to do it. If we were to do something differently, please let me know because we, <laughs> we love our clients. Um, but today's in today's market, if your house needs a roof, put a roof on it. I will get you the money back. We will get the money back because you might have to spend on a three-bedroom, two-bath roof. What's that dollar look like? Write it in pencil, not out loud, I guess, right? Uh, yeah, right. Well, well uh, it depends. Right. We, how much? Seven thousand, eight thousand. Seven, eight. So maybe yeah. I have a three-bedroom, thirteen hundred square foot house, and I'm going to need a seven, eight, nine thousand dollar roof on it. This is not an estimate. We're just talking. Yeah. Um, and I need a new roof, and I'm going to say, um, in this scenario, I'm going to say, oh well, the buyer, I'll give them the seven grand, and then they can pick out what color and handle it. Da da da. That buyer can't handle that. They've got their own problems. Yeah. We're working a job from home. They're schooling their children from home. Their spouse is picking up extra money doing Uber. They don't have the time to mess about with that. Yeah. So let's go ahead. It's the same dollar. Let's just go ahead and get a roof put on the home so that you have a premium product and it's one less thing for the buyer to worry about because buyers are tired. They're writing three, four, five offers before they get accepted. Let's respect the buyers in the market and give them the best product we can. Wow. Because they'll pay for it. Yeah. Wow. Well, and I'd like to point out for our roofs that yeah. we get we have warranties that cover that yeah. and the warranties transfer. They over. transfer. 
You know, so, there you, it's, go. <laughs> it, you know what's really funny is I helped uh, some folks purchase a home in St. James, and I don't know who the roofer was, but the roofer that was not the, the warranty was not transferable. Well, these are things that we need to think about. That's right. <laughs> when you're getting services from others, because you know that binder. You know, you want me to be in love with a seller? I show up at the listing appointment. They have a binder. Here's the HVAC wow. stuff. Here's the contact information from Monarch. They put our roof in. Here's everything there is, blah, blah, blah. And then we pass that on to the buyer when we sell the home because it's an instruction manual. And buyers need to know, agents need to know if that roof warranty is transferable. And that adds value too. So if I'm looking at one roofer, roofer A, that they, hey, I can save 500 bucks. And I'm the guy that will spend a dollar more to get a dollar better. Right. I right. will pay for a premium product anytime. Um, but if, if given an opportunity of something that I can convey that as a better warranty, you'd be silly not to because you're laying out a lot of dollars. And, and Lee, it's great that you even mentioned that you're providing that like manual almost oh, gosh, to yeah. them because I, I can't tell you how many times we've gotten a call where the, the information just isn't available yeah. or they don't yeah. know. They have yeah. no idea how old the roof is, yeah. have no idea right. if there is a warranty or coverage yeah. on it, don't even know what type of shingle it is right. to be able to say, hey, I want the same thing. Can yeah. you just replace it because it needs replacing? Exactly. So. And I'm sure you guys provide the, the client mm -hmm. all this information, but just put it in a folder. Put it in with your bill pile. Find somewhere to put it because buyers want to know. When I look at a property, now I'm going to put on my buyer hat. When I look at a property, there's a couple things I look at first thing. I want to know how old the HVAC system is. I want to know how old the roof is. And then I want to infer if they've been taking care of the roof. Is there Are there trees over it? Are the gutters stuffed with pine straw? Is you know Are they taking care? You know, we, we go to the dentist twice a year to get our teeth cleaned. Your oil in your car gets changed how many times? Uh, well, about every 3,000 miles. I guess, right? right? So we do maintenance on all these other systems. Why are we not paying attention and doing maintenance on that? So get your HVAC checked. But anyway, what my point was is when I'm walking up, I'm looking. The client is looking, thinking about, oh, I love the blue bushes and, oh, the front door. My kids could play in the backyard. Meanwhile, I'm looking at the roof. I'm thinking about the gutters. I'm thinking about if there's any tree canopies mm -hmm. hanging over it. Is it rubbing on it? You know, so we want to know what the age of the system are because if we buy a house that the roof is at the end of its useful life I need to talk to my buyers about hey you need to have a plan in two years to replace the roof what's going to be our plan for that are you guys going to put $150 in an envelope for every month every paycheck something but these are things we look at I love that you're advising people on that too I, I've never actually even heard of a realtor doing that before so that's really lovely yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, again, problem solvers. I ran restaurants for, you know, $19 million restaurant, 48,000 square feet. I was essentially facilities manager. Um, I, I, I have to. I, the, the worst thing that could happen to me, the worst thing that could happen to a client, is their situation changes next year. They have to come back to me, and they need me to sell their house, and they haven't built equity. They haven't maintained their systems, or I let them buy a house that's just too much of a stress for them, and they're in a pickle. Wow, yeah. I, I, I just, I can't do that. When I have buyers that want to look outside of their price point, it's a really hard conversation for me to say, listen, in today's market, Wilmington is for sale. We are not on sale. Right. So there's not, here's the bargain of living in Wilmington. You don't have to use your heat or air for three yeah. or four months out of the year. Um, property taxes are lower. 
Here's the win. If you're coming from another area of the country, your dollar goes further in North Carolina than it did somewhere else. Property taxes and stuff. But we're not. There's not bargains out there. Nothing's forced on sale. Um, Wilmington is highly desirable. But but again, back to that. The worst thing I could that that I can imagine that I could do to not take care of a client is to not think about what their next two or three years is going to be like. And the other day I was talking to somebody that just closed on the house. They were doing so good. They were saving money because I'm not being judgy, but like, you know, they're showing up with everybody's got a $7 Starbucks and all the kids have the little, like, you know, $4 lollipops. Now, anybody that knows me, I spend money. I love to spend money, but this isn't the first time I bought a house. I do have money in savings. I get to decide if I have discretionary funds. I love, and Jennifer has to remind me, let them be excited. You can have them the, the, the other talk with them later. I love to remind clients, hey, make sure we're getting our savings. Make sure we get money in the savings. We don't need to go out to eat every night, you know, so that they're able to be successful. So if their situation changes, they, they are okay for a couple of months. And can I just jump in here, like, as a past client and tell my experience with Lee selling my husband and I our house um, in 2015. So he used to be a product. So he's a veteran, and that's thank you for your service. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely, hundred percent loan to value product, yeah. right? Yeah. So you are bringing no money down, mm-hmm. and so you, unless the market grossly, you know, improves, then you, you you're slow on building equity in your home, right? So when we purchase the home, you know, we go to Lee, we say, hey, Joey's using his VA benefits to purchase the home. This is our budget. This is where we're looking. We find a really great home, and purchase the home. And Lee's like, all right, here's what you're going to do. And she went mama bear. I mean, like straight mama bear with us. She's like, you're going to save money. And we're like, what are you talking about? We just had a baby. (laughs) You know, she's like, you're going to save money because while your house is in pretty okay shape, Mm -hmm. you know, you're probably going to need an HVAC system here in the next Mm -hmm. three or four years. And wouldn't you know, she urges us to request a home warranty. We did. The seller paid for it. Yay. Wouldn't you know, yeah. like six, seven months later, our HVAC system wow. was crazy. I remember that, yeah. We were like, we don't have seven grand, uh-huh. you know? But these were things that she was looking out for us, so thankfully the warranty covered that. You know, she's like, hey, your windows, you live in this 1971 house. Your windows, your windows are going yeah. to need replaced at some point. You guys might want to start saving for mm-hmm. that. And I'm so grateful for that advice that at the time was like, oh, come on, Lee, like, let us just enjoy the house. Uh, you know, but I mean, she went down every avenue with us as far as what do you she's very technical so she'll get into the technical side of purchasing a home this is the insurance you need this is whatever but something that she didn't mention that she also goes into is she'll ask a really really valuable question to our buyers which is hey when everything's done when all your work is done for the week it's the weekend you're Mm -hmm. hanging out in the backyard what are what does your weekend look like how are you spending your time well our answer was well we're sitting in the backyard around the fire pit cracking a brew, mm. you know, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. relaxing, and, yeah, and that backyard, sure enough, yeah. we walk in there, and we're like, that's why we bought our house, like, she really gets into the why of, you know, what your needs are, which is also, is equally as important as the technicalities of buying a home, you know, and getting into the loan products, and the, you know, 186 steps from contract to close, so. Yeah, I mean, like, we really find ourselves, and, um, 
you know, nobody wants to be, nobody wants to say relationship, right? Nobody wants to say, I don't want to be in a relationship. I'm single. I don't want to talk to people. I like the independence. <laughs> but we're in relationships with all our clients. We're in relationships with almost everybody we participate in, participate with and encounter because our relationship is we have to be a resource to look out for them and their real estate needs. On top of the fact that once you're in with us, now you're really in. You know, talk about how Mike talks about us. Mm -hmm. We help him and Blueberry get the house that he needed um, and continue to have a relationship with him. I mean, I follow up and give him a hi every so often sure and we, run into him. I'm pretty sure we drop him again off. Yeah, on oh my gosh, yeah. And Blueberry gets <laughs> a bark box here and there. So, so what we do yeah. there is like, for example, here's another example of why we try to stay engaged with our clients and why I think we're different is that, you know, when COVID-19 hit, I took it upon myself to learn as much as I could about forbearance and we did a couple of videos on you know, if it ain't right, it didn't happen. Double check with your lender. This, this, it could wind up like this. It could wind up for that. Please don't think this is free money. Don't get nuts. Don't get worried. And you know, we take it upon ourselves to make sure we're informing people. Same thing when we see extraordinarily low interest rates pop for a minute. We're gonna go back and look at clients that maybe bought last year at one percent higher interest rate, and we're gonna nudge them and say, Hey, listen, we just did a CMA on your house, comparative market analysis. Um, we just did a CMA on your house. You might be in a position where you could lower your interest rate and maybe drop PMI. So we are always thinking, you know, Fannie and Freddie Mac just changed uh, some of their lending programs a little bit. So when I learn something, I hear something, then I start going through my head about who have we worked with or working with that needs to know this? How is this going to benefit them? How do we protect them from this? How, how do we apply this service? How do we make sure this benefits our client in some way? Who needs to know? Um, and and that's what that's what makes us different because we just never forget you unless you tell us to, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, we just never forget you. We're always looking out. I mean, how many phone calls do I make? Did I make uh, in the last year? Hey, just checking in. I don't know if yeah. you considered refinancing. Just wanted to make sure you're cool. Say hey. Wow. So family. More than, oh uh, gosh, more yeah, than just to, list. yeah, yeah, and that reminds me, and this might be a one-off, but that reminds me, my insurance agent called me, uh, probably January or February, and he said this is going to be the last year that if your roof gets damaged in a hurricane, that it's going to be fully covered. Just remember that, and remember that we're going to have a phone call next year at this time and talk about how we should properly insure you for that to happen. Wow. That's, That's my insurance agent. Service. Speaking yeah. of which, we need to call and talk to him about that so that we understand how that applies to our clients. Yeah. So, so it's just like, it's, it's just like, you know, it's just so focused on real estate and how it affects our clients um, that, that, you know, you don't have to keep up with what's going on. We will. You will. Yeah, that's why we'll call you. you. That's right. You know, we sent out CDs. Somebody called me the other day, um, Mrs. P mm -hmm. from, um, mm -hmm you know where we're talking about yeah. she called me and she was asking me about she was doing her taxes and I was like did you get your closing disclosure because we sent you one out, out automatically in January and she's like oh of course I got that no problem because we're thinking about you as soon as we close on your house we put a copy of your closing disclosure in an envelope in the January and then Jennifer mails those out in January so you're not going where the heck is that wow. we just dozens and dozens of ways to elim eliminate your stress and reduce your liability or exposure 
what's and then you know like this has been so helpful and a lot of information for people I've, I mean even myself included but what's your one piece of advice for someone who would be a new home buyer to get them started um you know check with a lender okay check with a local lender uh we work um with amanda callahan at angel oak she's our preferred lender again because she comes from a service mentality she answers her phone on saturday sunday we were talking about a file on easter sunday she and i were talking about a file um so her level of commitment to the client experience is as high as ours so that's why we partner with her talk to your lender talk to a local lender and just see where you are even if you're not thinking about buying for three years just do a temperature check we go to the doctor once a year for a checkup with no expectation of good news or bad news. We just go because we need to get checked up. You get your car for crying out loud inspected once a year, once every two years. Once a year. Once a year. You need to have it do a credit check in with a lender to see, hey, what do I need to do so that when I'm ready to purchase, I'm ready to purchase and I'm doing so in a manner that's informed. I mean, Jennifer and I have learned so much about credit and how to positively impact our income by yeah, being in real like estate. It's, yeah. Like I check in every Monday. I'm like, yeah. what did I do this week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, I mean, some of that comes from real estate experience. Some of it comes from Jeff Sawyer at Century 21. He's the owner of Century 21 Sawyer & Associates. He really takes um, a responsibility for his agents and then thereby Jennifer um, and make sure that we're in a good financial spot. Do you need anything? He actually, every agent at Century 21 got Dave Ramsey, mm -hmm. Uh, something plus uh, this year financial freedom financial plus, freedom plus right. so we just think about stuff like that but anyway uh, first-time home buyer they really need to check in with a lender to just see where they are right and then start doing a little bit math and reach out to us you know shoot me an email we're on YouTube we have a lot of these videos available on YouTube we prefer to distribute them to you in the timeline of how we distribute them because of the way, you know, it's first grade, second grade, third grade, right, fourth grade. Right. But welcome to go to the YouTube channel. What's yeah. Uh, Lee A. Saunders on YouTube. Lee A. Saunders on YouTube. You'll get to see me and kind of see if I look like, if I seem like the kind of person that you would enjoy working with, uh, to see if my energy level is too much or not enough for you. Um, but just, just start doing it. Just check in with your lender and check in with us and we'll tell you what's up. Do your best not to ask your buddy because your buddy is going to tell you the worst case scenario of what happened because it's entertaining, right? Yeah. You know, the one-offs are super entertaining. There's never anything in the comics that, you know, the front front you know, front page news is not oh my god, I got a great rate and my day went great and I, you know, ate my lunch and lost 2 pounds today. It's never that because it's not interesting. But, you know, get with a get get with an agent. We'll tell you what what's going on so you can start understanding what the process looks like. Well, this has been awesome. We will link all the information in this episode um so that people can contact you yeah. after listening and and that would include your YouTube channel. So, happy to help. So, one one thing I want everybody to understand is, you know, obviously I do this for a living. I get compensated for doing my work. Uh, but ultimately, we're here to serve the needs of the client and help them meet their real estate goals. Our goal is not to get a commission. Our job is to help you meet your goals. Your goals might be not to buy this year. Your goal might be to hold on to your property and use it as a rental property. We're here to help you meet your goals, not to meet our goals. If we take care of the client, the numbers will take care of themselves. And um, six years later, 50 million in sales, 200 clients, that model has proved to be very effective. 
I'll leave you all with honor you with yeah. my honesty. Honor you with my honesty. Awesome. Let's get it the truth, So thank you guys so much for coming on. I really appreciate Thanks it. Thanks for having us. Thank Enjoyed you. Thanks thank you. Love your product.